Live from the Crystal Mat, I am Erin Drake Lee, and this is Rituals, Remedies, and Alchemy. Open-hearted conversations with friends, practitioners, teachers, chosen family, guides, and others, where we're generously digging into the messiness of our humanity while highlighting our grounding, healing, and thriving practices. Rituals, Remedies, and Alchemy, also known as RRA, does not fit into a single box. It is an ever-expanding exploration and shifts with every conversation. Episodes will be as unique as the guests themselves, raw, open, hilarious, educational, inspirational, and deep. We are non-conforming, and we don't expect our guests or our listeners to be either. Let's get weird. We are recording. Hello, everybody. It is Erin. I am here. Today we have the delight and the pleasure of being in conversation with one of my newest, dearest loveys, Monique Moon Mama Ruffin. She is going to tell you a couple of things about herself, but not until after we ground. I'm a little up here. Hi. Well, hello first. Hello. So that we know I'm not talking to myself. Hi there. How are you? Uh, hello. Great. Okay. I'm good. Um, I'm going to ground us because I'm way up high and we were just about to like get down low together. And then I was like, Ooh, let's hit record first. So we are going to do a little bit of a grounding call and response bodily check-in. Monique is a master body check-in message receiver. So, um, I will guide us today. <sighs> okay. Can you feel your legs and seat on the floor? Mm, I can. Hmm. Can you feel the warmth of the crystal mat warming up behind you? Yes, I can. Ah. So special. Ah, can you feel your breath moving up and down in your belly? Mm. Yes, I can. Feeling the flow move around our system. Is there somewhere that you can notice clenching and allow it to release. Hmm. Let's do a breath together. <sighs> okay. We're here. Hello, Thank friend. you. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Thank you. Hi. There are a couple little things. Okay. First of all, who are you, madam? Please tell the people what you would like them to know in one or two sentence intro. Perfect. I am Monique Ruffin. I go by the name also Moon Mama. And I am here on the planet right now to assist people in healing and transforming old patterns into new realities. Oh, this is delightful. I 
I'm excited to have this conversation. There are a couple of tiny little notes that you have taught me along the way that have been very significant that I just want to point out because these are ones that apply to everybody. So many are so specific to just whoever you are in conversation with. However, these are two key ones that need correcting and you corrected them for me and I'm spreading it all over the place and it's very Mm -hmm. exciting. So you have taught me to hug properly. Explain to the people what has been happening how we have been tricked and how to correct this very, very bizarre or not so bizarre dilemma. Thank you for that. It's such a significant thing that's so simple. So Mm -hmm. we hug generally, like all my life, I would hug people to the left and the left is out of alignment with where the heart, when we hug to the right, we actually mm-hmm. connect our hearts with one another. And, and because we've been doing it to the left, our energetic fields have not been aligning with the polarities being aligned. Our polarities mm-hmm. have been going against ourselves and against mm-hmm. one another. It's a very simple fix to hug to the right and connect your heart to the person you're hugging and it makes a real world of difference. Very simple, very, very, very simple. Because sometimes people get their left and their right confused, I'm just gonna take it one step further in terms of explaining, like you said at the end, the hearts want to be touching. So the left side of your chest is connecting with the other side of the opposite person's chest so that your hearts can be together and send signals more easily back and yes. forth between each other. Yes. So, yes. This when you start hugging people, first of all, mm-hmm. you might accidentally kiss some people because you're doing that seesaw, but like which way are we going? Stay committed. You got to stay committed. It's worth it for sure. And then you know, you might bump heads also, but that's okay. You still got to you got to stick with it because once you do it, you notice the difference and it is very, very noteworthy. Okay, another yes. thing that is very important and also very subtle, <sighs> breathing properly. I mean, this is a big topic, but just like the basics of understanding how your body as a vessel is meant to move the air around when you're breathing. Mm-hmm. How yes. have we been doing it backwards, upside down, and how yeah. do we correct this? So... A friend of mine, her name is Brenda Marie Egger, and she is a singer from back in the day. She told me a story. She's a a friend of my family. Um, And she told me a story that the first time a child, like, experiences their mother's anger or disappointment, they stop breathing from their abdomens and begin to breathe through their chest. And I just, it, it, it blew my mind. I was like, oh, wow. Um, and, and just recently, as I've been doing deep work to heal myself, I've noticed that I was breathing in my chest, but not only was I breathing in my chest, I, it was like my, it's like I was breathing backwards somehow. So mm-hmm. when we inhale, when we inhale, our abdomens should expand like a balloon. Mm-hmm. And Big. then when we, yes, and then when we exhale, we draw in. Now, some of what has come into that is, you know, for as a woman, I was taught to hold in my belly. Right. I was taught that <laughs> my belly should be flat, and and so there's this internal war that goes on with the natural rhythm and way of being, just because of vanity and mm-hmm. um incorrect information. And so what I have discovered is that in my breathing, if I allow my air to come all the way down to my abdomen and allow my abdomen to come out, and then as I am exhaling the air, then sort of bring my body in, it just creates a rhythm that is more in alignment with the order of the body, the electromagnetic field of Mm. the body. So that you are in alignment with the creative power. The thing that we 
have to understand is that we are creative beings. Con- always, we're in a constant state of creation mm-hmm. through our thoughts and our feelings. So if our thoughts are inverted and our feelings are quote unquote, mostly negative, Mm-hmm. We cannot make progress in our creations. Our power is then handicapped and we're not able to actually create as we desire to create. I'm hearing you reference a couple of things that I want to note. The electromagnetic field, we must discuss this further, and appropriately accessing and interacting with our power and our power source and our power center. <sighs> I mean, we've had conversations. We understand why we've been disconnected. Do we feel a need to elaborate here? Do we? Yes, couple, a little bit. Okay. okay. Couple Not seconds, long. A little bit. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, so one of the things that astrology has helped me learn is that we live through ages and the ages that we, the golden age, bronze age, um, the dark ages, these ages are speaking of the way we are relating to light, the light that comes into our system from the sun. Mm -hmm. And when we, as we move through these ages, we evolve as human beings because Mm -hmm. this is an energetic system. And so as we have been lately for the last 2000 or so years in a dark age, and -hmm. what that means is that our relationship to the sun has been where we are experiencing less light rather than more. So within our psyche, we appear to experience separation, meaning we don't see that there's an electromagnetic field around us. Like fish don't know that there's water around them. Mm-hmm. But And we don't know that there's an electromagnetic field that is actually responding to our pulsations, our thoughts, our sensory Mm -hmm. reads, and then it brings to us the frequency, the experiences that are aligned to our frequency. Mm -hmm. And so this relationship to the electromagnetic field and our ability to understand that it's there is pretty significant in having a life where you actually feel happy, fulfilled, healthy, open-hearted or the opposite. Mm -hmm. And so the disconnection that we have been, like there are a variety of paths of disconnection that we've been moved along Mm -hmm. in the, in the dark ages version, because the goal of the dark ages or the goal of the powers that be that are managing the dark ages is for us to be disconnected so that we can be better manipulated and maneuvered at their will disconnected from our power and our appropriate guidance. Yes. In every age, there are people who can benefit from people being, uh, whether awake or asleep, you know? So yes, there, there are powers that be that have benefited from us being in the dark ages. Okay. So now you have many methodologies. You started to go into the astrology and the ages of it, which I find the patterning of things to be very interesting and also a very reasonable way for humans to understand because we like patterns. We like patterns Mm -hmm. and rhythms and repeating experiences, sequences, because that's what helps us understand, helps us know what we can expect when we're going in, it helps us understand when we're in a scenario and in a part of the simulation that we can make sense of. And then it helps us to then make decisions from there because we have a sense of understanding. That's part of why being in this period over the last couple of years has been so trying is because we have not had as consistent patterns. And so because they're all over the place, we're quite more frazzled, which Mm -hmm. is why it's even more important that we figure out how to ground and go within so that we can find our own centers and be less spun around by everything happening out and around us. So, so in terms of, of starting to identify and starting to interact with your own electromagnetic field, How is the astrology pulling you into and helping you make sense of this space? So one of the ways that I use astrology is by tracking the moon. The moon Mm -hmm. in my mind is the minute hand of Mm -hmm. 
the universal clock. Mm -hmm. And, and so the moon governs our inner world and our inner world is the key to our external world. Mm -hmm. The moon is magnetic energy. And so our inner world magnetizes to us our external experience Mm -hmm. because of our feelings and our emotions like what we deeply feel in our subconscious becomes our external experience. Mm-hmm. And so what I have discovered is if we follow the phases of the moon and there are eight phases, every mm-hmm. phase has a different energetic with it. And the moon does the same thing every 28 days um, as far as the phases are concerned. And it moves from, it moves through throughout the entire Zodiac in 28 days, it spends two and a half days in each, in each astrological sign. And each astrological sign has a different energetic imprint. Mm -hmm. And though we probably very much relate to our sun sign, you know, like I am a Virgo because my son is in Virgo. Really it is our moon sign that builds our reality from the inside out mm-hmm. because we magnetize it to us. And so when we follow the phases of the moon, it takes us on a gradual but aligned journey within ourselves to be true to who we are, to create, to because that's the also that's also the thing that's important to know and I said this earlier is that we are in a constant state of creating. Mm-hmm. And so when we follow the moon, we can align our creative energy which is always happening anyway. <laughs> right. Rather aware we're doing it or it's just happening in the background. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's why women ovulate because we are in a constant state of creating every month we ovulate and the body readies itself to produce a child because we are creators. How that shows up in the, in the male species or men is that they don't have periods in ovulation, but they produce millions of sperm in you know, very short periods of time because we are constantly creating. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. these are just the easy ways to access how that is happening. You can see it in your physiology, your physiology and your, in your biology, this creative energy. So the moon, your inner world allow, when you follow it, helps you magnetize intentionally and consciously what you desire to create rather than what you don't desire to create because we are ultimately creators all the time. Oh gosh. An awakening to this reality mm-hmm. sooner than later is optimal if you can help yourself <laughs> because there's already so much to go in there and resolve from when you were creating unconsciously and usually because of the environment, like, you know, parentheses, dark ages, because this is the energy that we're in. There's a lot of shit in there to go in and resolve slash shadow work to be given light to so that you can have understanding and opportunity for clearing, repairing, Oh, I love the things. It's so much. Um, okay, we're li- we're living at a time when it's so much. We are. It's we're. We are. It's, we we are the cleanup crew. We are the cleanup crew. You're so you're so pumped about it. Like you're always the one that's the first one at the meeting with your outfit and your reflectors and your hat on, and you're just like, "Hey guys, come on, aren't you excited?" And I was like, "No, actually, I didn't get enough sleep." <laughs> I forgot my snacks, <laughs> stepped in that puddle again, and you're like, yeah, but we get to do it. <laughs> I am. I am. Uh, and that is, yeah. Why does it excite that. you so much? Okay, please. Well, it excites me so much because I 
have seen so much human suffering. Mm -hmm. And when I have the thought that we are on the edge of profound solutions to Mm -hmm. human suffering, Mm-hmm. that people can do on their own simple things. Yeah. You do not have to go to the doctor. You don't have to get any, um, you don't have to get a prescription for anything. You literally can do very simple things each and every day that will allow you to end the karmic experiences that we mm-hmm. have been involved in mm-hmm. that will allow us to reclaim our stories, our power to know ourselves. Mm-hmm. And it's exciting. Like I have mm-hmm. the privilege mm-hmm. occasionally mm-hmm. of sitting mm-hmm. with people when they're having awakenings and I get to like, when they are taking in some new information and I get to look at their eyes and what happens when they are realizing something for the Mm -hmm, first time mm -hmm. that actually is making so much sense to them at a deep level that they're like, they're going to be completely different. There's nothing more exciting in it. There's nothing, there's Mm -hmm. nothing. So yes, I'm very excited by it. Great. Thank you for always having the sparkles on when I arrive, because I need them to help brighten the mood. I understand. And thank you for delighting in my mind-blowing discoveries um, that are oftentimes more exciting for you at first than they are for me. I am happy to be able to to have this exchange together, and it's very supportive and loving and warm. Um the pacing of the moon is is a is a cool energy to pace alongside because it moves very quickly and it allows you to get into like the micro of it all in comparison to the macro of the slower moving energies up all around us. Yes. Yeah. What okay. So many things. Also, you know, I would just like to say that along the way as you are adventuring down any of these lovely paths um integration is a uh, slow moving uh process and um the pace the pacing of that is something that is also working alongside the pacing of the moon mm-hmm. and you know what else is very exciting that i um very interesting that i think um could be that I've just learned recently with you is that each degree of the 30 set of degrees in a particular sign has its own energy. Yes. And so those are also the ritual, the daily ritual of checking in with the moon and where it is and what the message is for the day and what the energy is for the day and the opportunities that it creates for exploration and growth I find to be very supportive as a, um, as a consistent and ritualistic check-in and as an offering like anything, like all of these are offerings that exist and that are there. And then it is our choice and it is our job really, as you say, hopefully with excitement and bells to take, to take it and to see how we experience it and the messages that it has for us specifically. And then how we're going to integrate, how we're going to explore, discover, uncover this new information, and then ultimately integrate it into our systems which, you know, part of why you're so excited is the next piece. And then you heal all of the crazy that's inside just murking and mucking around that has just been in there causing lots of problems. Yeah. Forever. Yes. Yeah. So, um, okay, give us, tell us today what, well, not today, because we're already, we already did today. By the way, it's very exciting times. It's an Aquarius new moon day, number one, which is also the lunar new year, number two, and the beginning of Black History Month in these united, whatever you call this, uh, not united, these states of the northern of the Americas. Uh, Here we are, everybody. We're very excited about the arrival of the celebration of the Blacks this year because... There are so many, there are just so many things to celebrate. And I think we were talking about, there's so many things to celebrate in relation to how we as black people, we as black women have been carriers of ancient wisdoms that are starting to be shared in different ways. 
this specifically that you are sharing with us here, but like, how do we highlight these oral histories in a new way? How do we share the knowledge and wisdom through the methods that you're describing, which I'm trying to find a way for us to get further into the moon action of the specifics, but also just trying to get in there. Okay. Well, so when I was a little girl, I really believed in magic. Like I just, I, it just felt like it was in my body and Mm -hmm. I, was very confused that it wasn't a typical conversation. But what aligned to it, what felt the closest to it was Christianity. Like mm-hmm. pray for things and they'll happen and, you know, be good. And and then this will happen. Be bad. And this will that just felt like it was magic to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I didn't understand I didn't have my own definitions and I had to look to the adults. Um, I ended up doing what they told me to do and which created tremendous depression for me Mm -hmm. because I was told that I had to believe in somebody outside of me in order to access power. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And to my little system, that was very confusing. So I was given a picture of a white man with thorns on his head and blood and said that this is my savior. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that if I, if I just do right by this one, he's going to make sure everything is all right. So I tried Mm -hmm. it. I tried Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. I did everything. Mm -hmm. I, let me tell you, I did the prayers. I I did it all and it never worked. It never Mm -hmm. worked. And so that sent me on a journey to discover like, well, what does work? And Mm -hmm. And what I was looking for, I was looking for an ability to really manifest or magnetize or, you know, create things that I desired. I felt powerless. I felt Mm -hmm. like if if I would pray for something and it didn't happen, I just would feel really powerless. Mm -hmm. And so I was coming out of a marriage when I found the moon work and a gentleman who had studied um the meta netter taught this work to me and then i aligned it with western astrology mm-hmm. and literally every month at the last quarter moon which is one week before the new moon mm-hmm. and three weeks before a full moon every month at the last quarter moon i have devised a way to go into my own personal psyche and discover what is being made available to me at this time Mm -hmm. that wasn't available to me before. Because Mm -hmm. as women, we are constantly creating. Remember I said that we are in a constant Mm -hmm. state. So Mm -hmm. creation Mm -hmm. means there needs to be something new every month to focus Mm -hmm. our energy on. And because it's the moon, the something new is the internal world. So say, Mm -hmm. for instance, we're moving into Black History Month and maybe we want to have a new way of relating to, I'm going to say mine. I I want to have a new way to relate to whiteness. Mm -hmm. And so we're in the new moon and Aquarius energy. And I will ask, because Aquarius... The thing that's important to know as women, we are very intuitive. So I will ask my higher self, spirit, God, coming out of that idea that that I need to worship something outside of me and realizing that the presence of God is inside of me, not external, mm-hmm. it's internal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I go into myself and say, hey, girl, what you want to focus on this month? Mm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and, and I do you know I, I might sit with my ancestors and ask you know like really looking because because I understand the time that we're in on the planet we're in the cleanup time mm-hmm. and so we are the first generation of black people who have had access to resources and tools to actually heal us that are related to our ancestors and not going to take us further into this 
um, traumatic and terrorizing system that is white supremacy. Mm-hmm. And so I am looking for ways to disengage from it. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't want to engage it anymore. I don't want to march <laughs> because that's mm-hmm. going to just engage it more. I don't want to vote because that just engages it more. The I resistance to- energy. Right. I literally mm-hmm. am sa- I'm asking myself, how do I unravel the parts of me that have been deeply conditioned and embed in, embedded in this way of being? And so for an entire month, I will look at what comes up for me. What are the mm-hmm. ways that I am participating in this? What are the ways? And I will just go on a deep internal introspective journey and I might really look at my definition of blackness what does it mean to be a black person because historically my definition of blackness was deeply and tied into whiteness Mm -hmm. and so it's like like I will just be I will just investigate it through this time and as the moon moves from Aquarius to Pisces. So Aquarius is asking me to look at my individuality, like the blueprint that I was born with inside of me. Mm-hmm. And then it, it'll go into Pisces. And then I will look at, okay, well, Pisces is the collective subconscious. How have I subconsciously been participating in this system? Subconscious means without knowing, without mm-hmm. understanding. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the moon will go into Aries and then I will ask another question and I will say, well, how can I step more powerfully into the I am presence? Because that's what the energy for Aries is. I am. Mm -hmm. How can I really begin to free myself more? And I'll spend a couple of days just looking at the ways that I am ready to shift. I don't know what will come up, but every day I will ask a question about it. And every day Mm -hmm. I will get a new answer. And by the end of these 28 days, I will be in another place, in another reality, in my consciousness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because the moon leads you there. uh, It leads you there. It's It's a very unique timing, the way it times out this month, or the way it times out this year, because there's actually, there's no, the new moon is on both bookends of the month, but not actually within the month of February. So the last day of January is the new, I mean, you know, depending where you are on the planet, on the East Coast, it's just tipped over into the morning, but um, that that's the only month that's 28 days and that that's the actual full moon cycle is it's very the alignment of things is very interesting and 2222 is also a particular portal in terms of planting whatever it is that you're planting in order to see come to fruition six months from now Absolutely. a couple of days yeah like around when this is coming out well and 2222 is the the day that the united states comes into its first full pluto return and is and that pluto- the day it is the day yeah, it's the. It's not the fourth. Day. Oh wow, it's the day. Oh, it's two two twenty two. Absolutely, and oh. so we get to use that energy to really break ourselves free because Pluto is the the destroyer. It is the death of the old way of being. So that's why I love this work because when we understand that we live in an energetic system, mm-hmm. the energies are going to change. They're already changing. We already are experiencing the shift of it. We're mm-hmm. just going to begin to experience it in in more ways where the ways that we have been functioning become more and more obsolete. They just will not work because mm-hmm. we are here to be new now. We're here to be new now. And they only yeah. know which way new way is the right way if we go inside. Oh, yes. so much. <laughs> okay. I know you don't like it when I say this. Um, I didn't say too much. I said so much. Okay. Oh, wow. I like this. So we are highlighting how we were going to be moving in new ways, experiencing in new ways. And I think that it's very cool to pull the ancient knowledge and connect back 
to that because these systems are very old and they are a repetition of deep, deep, deep knowledge and patterns that, that have been tracked. Mm -hmm. Um, many through Egypt where you got to spend some time a few months ago. Yes. What can you tell us about this? Well, the thing that I have, that I know about Egypt is that they were master astrologers and they were mathematicians and Mm -hmm. they understood this energetic system. They really did. And it was measurable each and every day. And they follow the equinoxes, mm-hmm. the procession of equinoxes and equinox and the solstice, right? So oh, they followed the, the equinoxes and the solstices. And those energies are maps about to our relationship to light. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that, they never talk about like they talk about the pyramids as if they are tombs but it is highly likely that the pyramids were actually energetic systems that allowed them to support the energy on the planet staying as high as possible while we were going on the decline into darkness away from the light say more so just imagine day turning to night Mm -hmm. and imagine if we could find a way to stretch day Mm -hmm. before night came because we know that when night comes, we're going to be at a profound disadvantage. (laughs) Right. So these people Mm -hmm. found a way through these pyramids and they're all around the world. They're not just in Egypt. Right. Yep. To keep the energy high on the planet through rituals. And they did. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Keep going. As, but to keep the energy high as we were descending into the dark ages. So the rituals and the, and the activities that were happening on the pyramids, in the pyramids, in the pyramids energetic field, that activity is what was keeping the energy high. Yes. There in the formations that they were in and and how they were gridded out. Yes. Interesting. Absolutely. And so, you know, Uh. one of the, the tragedies about Egypt is that they burned down the library of Alexandra, which mm-hmm. had all of these resources, all of this information. And one of the beauties is that the information is in our cell structure. So if we just begin to remember and do the mm-hmm. clearing out, we mm-hmm. will remember these technologies. They're in us mm-hmm. because we are our ancestors reborn. Mm-hmm. Hence why you're so excited about the clearing excavation. <laughs> Guys, we're trying to get down to the technology, okay? I really need you to reorganize your focus. You're focusing on the pain. That part, just try and ignore that part. We're getting down to the meat of the potatoes. Um, yes. Yes, okay. do not focus Moving on the pain. Over, <laughs> do not focus on the pain. I understand your leg is on fire. That's really not relevant now. It's really, if you could just stop being such a gigantic wuss about it then we could get to the technology. Um, This is fascinating. Mm -hmm. I'm working myself up to be more excited about the excavation, obviously, in case that wasn't obvious, everybody. Um, Because lately it has been lots of heavy movements from up above. We've just concluded this Venus retrograde. We're still in the shadow for a good while, like another month. Mm -hmm. Yep, until March like, 4th or something. Yes, until March. <clears throat> uh-huh. And we're still in a Mercury retrograde. Yes. For four more days until we get back to the shadow, which for me is often equally uncomfortable. <laughs> now, what have we what have consciously or unconsciously, what have we been working through and or exacerbating through this Venus retrograde cycle? Awesome. Great question. So 
Venus governs our emotional body, literally our feelings, your sensory body, taste, touch, feelings, you know, hearing, mm-hmm. all of that. Venus is the ruler of those things. It also rules money, um, relationship, how we relate, not only to to others, but to this 3D reality, like the story we tell ourselves about being here. Now, many of us are still very entrapped in the old ways of being and we feel like we have to work hard and you know we're in these old stories around romance and love and you know somebody's gonna make me happy and all that's all that's venus stuff Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) all this venus and so venus has been in capricorn and capricorn is about our external authority and so venus has been retrograding giving us the opportunity to pull our power back from the ways that we have given it to others externally. Mm-hmm. Others being the government, because Capricorn is about the government. Capricorn is about systems, the structures mm-hmm. that keep things in place. So we are, we're watching as our medical system shutters. <laughs> we're watching as our political system you know, goes into deep entanglement and r- runs to a grinding halt that can do nothing good or valuable <laughs> or very little. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. We're watching our education system come undone because of right, all of these systems, because what we have done in the age of Pisces is we gave our authority away. We allow people to teach our children things that weren't really in service to our well-being. We have, you know, we are in a system where the medical, where the medical system is um, absent nature, absent the understanding of our energetic well-being. Right? If you go mm-hmm. to the east, mm-hmm. the medicine there, they 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 look at the energetic body, things like acupuncture and Reiki. That's mm-hmm. about the energy because the energy is the first line of attack. So everything is born out of the energy. So with Venus and retrograde, we are looking at the ways we've given our authority away to others. And, and this can even show up in relationships with friends and people or money. Like some people feel like if they have more money, they, they're they going to be happier. That's giving money authority over your power. Some mm-hmm. people feel like if they have love, then they're going to be happy. That's giving this idea of romantic love, this, that you're going to make, it's going to, it's those, none of that is ever true. It, it's just not how it works. Uh And so while Venus has been in retrograde, we've had the opportunity to look at where we've misplaced our authority Uh and then begin to bring it back to ourselves. Uh It's a very beautiful experience. It's very beautiful and very uncomfortable and very yes. necessary. Yes. And it is uncomfortable. Um, I agree. It is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is mind blowing. God, when the uncomfortable really shows you the benefits, that's when you're really stuck and there's no turning back because yes. you're like, God damn it, this is horribly painful. And I already feel better, even though I'm in lots of pain and discomfort. But knowing is better than not knowing. I mean, I I am a bit of a seeker, I have a seeker side. So I think knowing is better than not knowing. I do understand that some people open the door like, huh, don't want that. And then they close it again. I've never been able to experience that. I kind of would like to see what that's like one time. I don't yes. know what that is. Anytime Me it's either. exposed, it's now we just, now we're here. I don't understand. I can't pretend like I didn't see that. I saw it. Yeah. Um, Oh, okay. You 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 touched on uh you touched on the eastern energetics of the medicinal aspects of um how those um practices serve our energetic bodies, which is like you said the first interactive layer and then our physical body gets involved. I mean, there's many other layers, but when our physical body gets involved, um, that's where I think some of a good amount of the disconnect is uh, connecting those two bodies. You are going to be offering at the CASBA of Rituals, Remedies, and Alchemy, something very cool and very exciting. I want to talk about it. Okay. People are aware of what, well, 
I think everything is usually can always use a one, two sentence, just refresher. But Reiki is something that many people are talking about these days. Astrological Reiki is not something that many people are talking about these days. Enter Monique in her very special offering. She's going to tell you why it is very exciting and cool. And um, start, I mean, start with what Reiki is and then layer on top why having an astrological lens on top is going to make it that much more effective and supportive. Yes. Thank you. So Reiki is a, a practice of energetic healing, energetic exchange, but energy work is not um, energy work is common and we, and so Reiki mm-hmm. has just become the raise because it's sort of a, a new thing that something that we've been able to step into quite easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and so astral Reiki is an opportunity. It a- allows me to, by looking at somebody's chart and listening to them to see what's going on in their reality mm-hmm. by listening to them and then looking at their chart and being able to see where is their block? Where are they out of alignment? And then mm-hmm. I can understand the astrology and all of our astrology is aligned to aspects of our bodies. So oh. for instance, Gemini rules the hands, the arms, the shoulders, the throat chakra. Mm-hmm. And so if someone was having a hard time speaking up or you know, communicating the Reiki would be in the Gemini energy, right? So mm-hmm. I would do Reiki on their hands and throat chakra to help them move that energy through. If someone is having a challenge, you know, say with um, understanding their own vision mm-hmm. and what they're here for, that is governed by Sagittarius and Sagittarius governs the thighs. And mm-hmm. so it's like that's where the energy would be stagnant in their life. And so I would do Reiki in that area to move the energy through so that they will, so the energy then will help them be able to formulate a new relationship to their vision. It's, it's just a matter of them being stuck. And at, as the energy moves, then so will their psyche and their internal conversation and their feelings, which will give them another way, a new way to language or relate to what it is they're up to at this time or what they feel called to. But it's a process of me talking with them, mm-hmm. you know, doing the Reiki, helping helping me understand through their narrative what's going on with them, understanding where their astrology is, and then what the moon is doing also to help them because water, the moon also governs the water. And so we want to be moving the water in the body. So not only just the energy in the body, but moving the water in the body, because that will help us clean out our psyche so that we can be able to access new thoughts, new ways of being, new practices that allow us to become renewed and our ways of living our lives. Yes. And the flow is very important in restoring balance and harmony is needed in order to have the energies in the water moving through each, let's just say, portal within our system so that it can touch where it needs to touch and not be overly or underly concentrated in any particular location. And so the Reiki helps to uh, interact energetically with a, it's, you don't often, you don't touch, you don't have to touch, but do you sometimes touch? You never touch. Well, sometimes you do. Sometimes I do. Everyone Uh is different. Sometimes Uh I do. Um, and I do, if I feel led, if it feels Mm -hmm. like it's appropriate to put my hands on an individual, then I will Mm -hmm. after I ask for consent. Mm -hmm. Um, yes. But it's a, yes. So 
when there's no touch, it's a it's a transferring of energy from hands to a body that's in close proximity or anywhere else. But this in particular will be, you know, in the room together. Um, but the concentration and focus of the energy that you're moving through whichever part of somebody's system you're interfacing with, that mm-hmm. it's a very... Um, it's very subtle work is where I was trying to go with this. And that subtlety is um, something that we are in our over Capricorn that we're shifting. In our old world ways, this is something we're working very hard to achieve. Even yes. though um, we are, our goal is to work dramatically less hard to achieve. Um, but the, yeah, the subtlety of the of the messaging yes um, and the 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 um yeah of the of the information that is that is channeling between the bodies the elemental bodies when i first started doing my spiritual work when i got like really um, committed to it in a, in a different kind of way, I would ask, how can I source my power? And spirit would say to me, your power is subtle, mm-hmm. subtle. And I didn't have any sort of value for that at all mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the mundane world is so demanding and so captivating. Yes. And aggressive. And Yes. And aggressive. Exactly. And so in order for me to get into my subtle energies, I had to learn how to relax. Mm-hmm. I had to slow down. I had to really heighten my senses. And so I would do things like cold showers, cold baths, um, mm-hmm. to become more aware of my senses, like animals who can sense that a storm is coming and mm-hmm. move to higher ground. Like mm-hmm. that's what is required. And and I mean, I know this might be a silly um, explanation, but the movie Harriet, it like, I don't know that I love that movie, but one mm-hmm. of the things that I appreciated is that we, they showed her listening to the subtle energies. Mm-hmm. They showed mm-hmm. her tracking with nature and that she developed like an inner ear, an inner hearing, mm-hmm. an inner sight. Like this is the subtle energy and we all have it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just have been conditioned out of it. Well, and it's so loud out around us that we can't mm-hmm. really hear it unless we figure out how to separate and create a container for us to explore and discover that because you yes. have to be very quiet and very still, like you said, it's very hard to do on this plane in this realm. I I work very hard at this as well. It's very (laughs) challenging. It's really, really tricky. And I think that, you know, I think that's uh, where the appreciation for the pacing of the moon supports it. Because if you miss it this month, you'll get it next cycle. (laughs) That's right. And you'll go deeper because it's a spiral. So you start at one level and you go deeper and Mm -hmm. deeper. It's a gradual process. You don't have to do it all at once. And well, not only you don't have to, you shouldn't, and you usually can't because, that's right. yeah, and that's also something that comes from this current 3D version that exactly. we are exiting is, is wanting, right. I am someone I would like, but I just hand me all of the information. I will absorb all of it, but it doesn't work that way. It's it also, it's not. a patience exercise that is also part of the, of the new orientation is getting used to that patience. That's right. Um, but the earlier we start with our children they yes. will have this mastered by the time they are 17, 18, 20, because now we know and where we are course correcting, our children don't have to course correct in the way that we, that we are needing to do. I know this excites me and also makes me nervous um, for the laps they're going to run around us. And, not, and just in the way of like, I don't, you know, uh, I, w- I was going to do the parenting. I was happy to play that role, but now I don't know what we're doing. 
I'll still, I'll still drive the car. Yes, I'll bring the snacks. Like, but I don't. Yeah, I'll pay for that. I know you don't have money yet, but maybe. I mean, I don't know. Maybe if I let you play Roblox, which will never happen, you could have a created money somehow. Maybe some NFTs. I don't know. But um, I it confuses it. It confuses me in a way. Like I'm here for it, and I'm definitely teaching them these things so that they understand what they're doing. And I'm really have no idea where we're going. Yeah, it is. Um, the most exciting of times and like heavy of times yes. and never have I understood as little as I understand. Uh, I have no idea what's happening most of the time. I agree with you. And that is why I really started studying astrology and helping myself understand how to be present because mm-hmm. I was so confused and the world is so chaotic and I just was like I'm I need to find a center and Mm -hmm. astrology said you will find it inside of yourself and it Mm -hmm. works well yes it works you will find it inside of yourself but you do need these maps these are maps on patterns and you know they take you there in a in a in a formation and in an order and you have to you know you got to have these supports Yes, yes you can go you know, it's a, it's a very interesting, um, cause it is, you're on your own walkabout and you have to go there. And you, yes, we thought, you know, in some of the stories we're told that like, this is something that happens around puberty. And then now I've learned like, no, the whole life is the walkabout. And I was like, oh, wait, I thought we were going to get a break. Now you get no breaks. Okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, but the walkabout, <clears throat> excuse me, the walkabout you got to have the guides. You got to have the the check-in points and the lighthouses. And you got to right. have a little bit, you know, you got to find the map and someone needs to have left a little bit of the code for you to discover along the path and for you to make your own sense of. I yes. think that's what's also so exciting about the charts. The When I first had mine read, and I've had so many different versions, and it's so cool because it's like different languages back to my obsession of languages like mm-hmm. there are things you can say in Spanish you can't say in English that's all mm-hmm. you can only only make sense to Spanish-speaking people and so that's why there is an advantage to knowing multiple languages and to have mm-hmm. your chart read and interpreted and to have pieces of your personhood and your psyche and your internal world revealed to yourself in new ways, especially so commonly in this world, after of, often being vilified for a lot of those subtle details, is it's very um, it feels very supportive, and it yes. feels it feels um, very reflective. Like finally, somebody gets it, and finally, yes. there is um, a way to help me understand all of these experiences that I couldn't quite make sense of. And I think a, a, I like to point out that a big part of why you couldn't make sense of them is because the world taught you that they didn't make sense when they did make sense. And you were like, but this feels, you know, like you were describing, this feels like I should be doing this, but now I'm doing that. Yes. Because <laughs> you guys told me I'm supposed to do that, but that's actually not great for me. Right. Um, these are all very exciting things. I um I am uh <laughs> <laughs> I was going to bring something up and I'm not going to do it. Okay. Um I uh there there are are okay. What are some of the other key things for us to note in terms of where we are in the time space continuum with planetarily what's going on above us yes well really other, significant well other than brace, bracing for the pluto return i'm really trying yes. not to brace it's very hard not yes. to brace yeah it's okay don't don't brace though really just let everything go because pluto says throw everything away everything's dying that's what it said like our structures are dying um but the thing that is also important is that the south node has moved into scorpio mm. in the last week or so and and so this is also connected to pluto and the pluto return mm-hmm. the way these alignments happen like you were saying earlier is just 
profound. Like the universe speaks in signs and symbols. And for the universe to bring us to where Pluto was in 1776 or whatever the year it was. And, um, and then to move the South node into Scorpio, which is the sign of death and transformation. And, mm-hmm. you know, all of these, it's how we share power. It's Scorpio mm-hmm. is about power, right? So literally it's for me as a person who is a black woman, I know that that means that the power has to return to where it came from originally. Mm -hmm. It has to, because, because it was never reconciled appropriately in this country. Like, Mm -hmm. so what I'm doing is I'm just calling my power back to me. I'm just, okay. I call my power back. I call my power back. And then I'm teaching other people to do the same. And I don't know what that means entirely. I just mm-hmm. know that through my direction with my higher self, with my divine guidance, I will be led and directed how to use the power in a way that is a, that is in alignment with the age of Aquarius, which means for the well-being of all people mm-hmm. and not mm-hmm. just the whites. I mean... These whites, they have had us out here very confused for a very long time. They you guys, you tricksters. Let me tell you, I, when I look at the system that was created, I'm like, wow, they were genius. This is an ingenious system. But the beauty is that everything dies. Everything <laughs> dies. <laughs> That's also why you don't mind the cleanup because you get to watch the the fall. That's you right. Get to watch right. the slip. Whoop whoop. Was that your face on the floor? Oh darn it! That's that right. Looks, That's I, right. That looks uncomfortable. Ooh, you get to watch it. You get to literally watch it come undone. You get to watch all the lies and all the stories and all the mm-hmm. things that we have been believing and practicing and holding up just turn into ash. Mm-hmm. 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 and then the phoenix gets to rise out of the ash i know and the ancient practices get to have their positions again yes help us make sense of it all i think that's why i'm so excited to highlight these things throughout the month mm-hmm. because these are you know again disconnects we're reconnecting the disconnects and we're reconnecting the different pieces of the energetic body so that they can better you know flow and talk to one another once again yes. um yeah it's very exciting it's well, very exciting oh man <laughs> all right we have uh we have ritual business this evening that we have to tend to not when you guys are li- listening, but when we're recording. Um, and we could endlessly go on and on and on, but we won't pull you into our into special our swamp. Into, yes, <laughs> right, right. You need special permission to go any further beyond that door. Yes. Um, tell us where the people can find you and what your offerings are. Thank you. The people can find me more on Instagram than any other social media network, but I also have a website, MoniqueRuffin.com. Um, you can find me there. And then I have a school where I support and teach people how to use the energies of the retrogrades and the moon each day. And that they can find me at follow the sun and mm-hmm. I would love to interact and support anyone who's really ready to jump off the cliff of the old paradigm and into the new reality. Yes, and don't come too close because you'll get kicked <laughs> off even if you didn't leap on your own. Um, Monique also has an insanely generous offering every morning where she gives a rundown of what the energies in the moon is doing each day, which is a very great, it's like checking the weather now. I listen. When it happens too late, I'm like, I'm out here. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. I'm really um, working on getting better. I think I'm going to do 6 a.m. for this month. 
I mean, that's up to you. I'm just, it's so generous in the first place, but when Mm -hmm. you get caught out here and you're like, I don't know what's happening. And then you listen and you're like, I needed to know that four hours ago. That's when you're just like, oh my God, it's so real. Tell me everything all the time. Um, Yes. So please go and find her on the Insta Times so that you can receive all of this very insanely valuable knowledge and wisdom every day. Um, And uh, yeah, we'll see you there. She'll see you there. We'll see you in person at Rituals, Remedies, and Alchemy. We'll see you around LA and uh, out in the metaverse. We will not be in the metaverse. (laughs) Not in that way. We don't know. Out here in whatever realm we're in, pick one, find us, don't find us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for your wisdom, dear, dear, dear one. And goodbye. You're welcome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.